welcome to Grace in the Shadows. This is Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Well, hello, everybody. We're so happy to have you on today. We're going to do a quick shout out to Central South Carolina. Thanks so much for listening. Yay. All right. You can check us out at graceintheshadowsor.org. You can text or call 251-244-4645. Or you can email us at drjonathan at graceintheshadowsor.org. All right. What kind of facts do you have for us today, Dr. J? Well, Jennifer Lopez inspired the creation of Google Images. Jennifer Lopez? Yeah. After she wore her infamous dress at the 2000 Grammy, the search engine added the function because so many people were looking for pictures of her outfit. Oh. I wasn't. Well, me? (laughs) All right. Cool. What else you got? Well, Big Ben's clock stopped at 10... 07 p.m. on May 27th, 2005. Cool. It was particularly hot in London that day, 31.8 degrees Celsius, that's 89 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm. So it's possible that the clock stopped due to the heat. Well, it's been a lot hotter than that, though, especially lately across the United States. I felt I felt like we were in uh, H-E-double-L hockey sticks. Yeah, it's 92 right now, and it's like 617, so usually it's cooled off by now, but no, nope, not now. Heat advisor and everything. Oh, it's dangerous. Be careful out there. That's right. All right. A blue whale's heartbeat can be heard over two miles away. Oh. Okay. All right, so what's our topic today? Our topic today is... So reasons why a narcissist may never give you closure in your relationship. Oh, that sounds very deep. Okay. Yeah. Let's jump into it. Well, when we look at narcissism, we know, and I believe biblically speaking, uh, that narcissism is more pronounced than it ever has been. True. Because I think because of the sense of entitlement, uh, you know, the fast paced, fast food society. We want it now. I think the breakdown in the family, what have you. But uh, so so this is more likely going to be a problem for many people, I think. Definitely. Here are some reasons why a narcissist may not provide closure. Number one is a lack of empathy. Mm. Uh, narcissists struggle to understand and empathize with feelings and needs of others. And so they're, they're primarily focused on their own desires, their own self-image, their own perceptions. And this provide, provides enclosure, requires recognizing and addressing emotional impact they may have had on someone else, which can be challenging for a narcissist. Which is interesting because they're drawn to empaths, people that are empathetic, but yet they can't be empathetic. So that's kind of interesting, don't you think? I do. I think a lot of narcissistic traits uh, are kind of created or molded in childhood. Right. As a, as a defense mechanism of coping with trauma, pain, abuse, or dysfunction. That makes sense. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, control and manipulation is another reason why they may not allow you for closure. Hmm. So not only is there a lack of empathy that they, you know, if they have closure, they're going to have to start thinking about that person and themselves. Mm-hmm. But control and manipulation. Narcissists often seek to maintain control over other people right. um, and manipulate situations to serve their own selfish needs. Mm-hmm. So by withholding closure, 
that can keep you emotionally invested, confused, vulnerable, and thus you're more of a narcissistic supply and allows them to maintain a sense of power, control, and superiority over you. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Hmm. Fear of vulnerability. Oh, you'll never see a, no, never see a narcissist being vulnerable. No. Mm -mm. Uh, You may see them sometimes become a little bit vulnerable, but they Mm -hmm. have usually have a purpose for it. Yeah. Ulterior motive. Ulterior motive. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So fear of vulnerability. Closure can involve acknowledging mistakes, taking responsibility and showing vulnerability. For a narcissist, admitting fault or being vulnerable can be threatening to self-image, ego, what have you. So they they usually avoid uh, cl- uh, closure to protect themselves from facing any negative aspects of their own behavior. Interesting. Otherwise, they would have to really take uh, responsibility mm-hmm. because they would see that with their vulnerability that they're not perfect. Right. Does that make sense? That makes total sense. Attention sinking behavior. Uh, mm. narcissists thrive of tension and admiration. Yeah, they, so, they, they do. do. They, they want everybody to pay attention to them. So I can see that. Here I am. Yeah. <laughs> so by withholding closure, they can keep the focus on themselves, maintain their position, in the center of attention. Mm-hmm. They can even use a negative, uh, negative situation to put the focus on them and the lights on them. So they, they actually enjoy emotional turmoil. They may not say that, right? but the emotional turmoil uncertainty creates in others, uh, uh, reinforces their own perceived importance mm-hmm. and their own superiority. Yeah. So, you know, you have the lack of empathy, uh, control, manipulation, fear, vulnerability, you know, the attention-seeking aspect, right? emotional detachment. Mm-hmm. Narcissists often struggle with genuine emotional connection and intimacy. They really do. They have a hard time connecting with the people around them because they want to be number one. And if they're number one, they don't have to connect with anybody. So, yeah. So, emotional detachment, they often struggle with genuine emotional intimacy. Mm-hmm. This, and they may have difficulty understanding, valuing uh, emotional needs of others. And so, Providing closure requires them engaging in emotionally meaningful conversations, addressing the impact of their actions, and ultimately um, taking responsibility for their actions. So it's easy for them to be detached. And it's, and it's for someone who's already emotionally detached, it's, it's virtually impossible. So really, in all aspects, you can never truly know the narcissist for who they really are. Unfortunately, they're they're hmm. kind of not only a mask; they're in a costume. I mean, we talked about <laughs> wearing masks, right? And I do want to stress that there is many people have narcissistic tendencies. True. There is a difference between narcissistic tendencies, traits, mm-hmm. and the narcissistic personality disorder in the DSM. Definitely. So, but I'm seeing more and more narcissistic traits as we go on in society. I'm sure. I'm sure. Just. We're in a, a fast pace. I want it now and get out of my way. I'm running you over. And um, that that shows a lot of the narcissistic traits, I think, because of our the way our society handles itself. Lack of accountability. Mm-hmm. Narcissists typically have a strong aversion to accepting responsibility for their actions. Mm-hmm. They may refuse to acknowledge their role in situations or, or the harm they've caused. 
closure often involves accountability. It involves I've done something wrong. It involves apologies. It involves an act of contrition. Uh, and unfortunately, the narcissist would rather deflect that blame mm-hmm. uh, onto other external circumstances. Right. Yeah. Hmm. So those are kind of the reasons. Right. Um, you know, we look at this. I think we're seeing more and more of it. I think it's harder for relationships that are going through um, breakups or whatever, and you're in a narcissistic relationship, really getting along and really mm-hmm. being set free. Well, because they don't want to let you go. They don't want to have that closure. They don't want to let you leave. And so you would just have to basically cut that person off completely to be able to be out of a relationship with them. Don't you feel? Yeah. And I think there's, you know, you get a lot of stalkers that are mm-hmm. narcissists and other things. Right. And I think that, um, but I do, I think you need to cut them off and you need to talk, you need a toxic, um, um, you, you need to heal. Right. You need to be detoxified. If that's oh, a word. I think that, I just well, made up a word. Hey, I like that word. Detoxified. Yeah. Dr. B's word of the day. Yeah. Dr. J. <laughs> and I, I think it's going to take you at least six months to a year right. of being, being separated from that person to start feeling and understanding who you are and, and finding your own identity in Christ. In as, Christ. As a Christian. If yeah. you're not a Christian, I hope that you are able to find it. Definitely. Uh, and it says in 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 17, uh, it, it declares the end times. Mm-hmm. And I think that we can see this in, uh, I'll read it to you, but okay. understand this, that in the last days there will come times of difficulty. For people will be lovers of self, yes. narcissists, right? Lovers of money, narcissist, <laughs> proud, mm-hmm. narcissist, arrogant, mm-hmm. nar- abusive, <laughs> disobedient right. to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unpeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving, good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, mm-hmm. lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness but denying its power thereof. Avoid wow. such people. That sounds like today, and it sounds like the narcissist. Yeah, and so I think when we look at this, that uh, there's always hope, and I want to give that, mm-hmm. uh, but I think when there's a breakup or separation from a relationship involving a narcissist, uh, it's going to take a lot of discipline, boundaries, mm-hmm. uh, communication by uh, message, email, right. in writing. Uh, and distance. And sometimes people have to get protection orders and things like that. Definitely. And that's why it's so important, like we've talked out, uh, talked about sorry, in some of our other narcissist uh, podcasts, that you really need to know the people who you are surrounding yourself with. You really need to know for sure that you should be in a relationship with that person um, before you get married. And you can do those types of things by making sure that you're learning who their friends are, that you're learning who their coworkers are, that you're learning how they treat their family members, uh, their church, things like that, and that they're not totally isolating you from everybody else. Because if that's happening and you're not getting to know their environment and their people, then you need to probably hit the road <laughs> and uh, find somebody else. I want to read a couple more scriptures, too. Very good. First uh, Peter five verses five through six, 
It, it says, likewise, you who are younger, be subject to elders. First of all, it's saying be respectful. Clothe yourself, all of you, with humility toward one another. For God opposes the proud, but gives grace to them. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you. So what I get from this is being clothing yourself with humility. It gives the idea of putting on your clothes of humility, wearing humility towards one another, not being proud, not being obnoxious, not being self-conceited. And so because God opposes the proud, and I don't want God opposing me. No, absolutely not. People say, only God can judge me. And I look at them like, yeah, that should scare you. (laughs) Definitely. But this basically, if we humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God in in the proper time, the proper time is the exact time, the time that God has ordained, he may exalt you and glorify him. So that's hope for the narcissist. Right. That's hope for us all because we all struggle. We do. Yes, absolutely. And so another verse here is Proverbs eighteen twelve. It says, before destruction, a man's heart is haunted or prideful, but humility comes before honor. Mm. What, what kind of common things do you keep hearing? Uh, kind of being stuck on yourself, you know, um, those kind of things, being number one, thinking only of yourself, no one else. Don't we all, though, struggle with that to some degree? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely yeah. we do. That's our, our sin nature. I mean, we want people to think we're wonderful. <laughs> and uh, we want people to like us and uh, want to be around us. So we all, I do feel that we all struggle with that. And that's something that we need to really drill down in our heart and say, you know, what what are my motives? What yes. and why am I doing this? Uh, because we definitely don't want to take that pride in ourselves. I mean, we want, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Do you know that Facebook, there's a mm-hmm. Facebook um, like photo or memo, right. mem- meme, whatever. Yes, meme. I call it memo, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, it, tells, yeah. it tells you how technologically uh, suave I am. I'm not At sure. least you didn't call it May May. <laughs> May May, yeah. <laughs> All right. So Facebook meme, but, yes. It shows this house and Mm -hmm. it shows that how the enemy, the serpent, comes through the cracks. So watch the cracks. Yes. I think when we look at David and Mm -hmm. even Abraham, all of them, all of Jesus, right? I think the enemy kind of crawled in the cracks Mm -hmm. and pride came up. Right. Pride came in. Yep. Definitely. He slides on in there, and a lot of times we don't realize it at the exact moment when it's happening. Uh, sometimes we have to look back and say, oh, my goodness, why did I act that way? How how did I do that? And that's because we let old Satan slither on in and uh, didn't realize it, and we're not depending on God like we should 24-7. You know, the most, the best thing that ever happened to me was the most humbling. Mm-hmm. That's when Christ broke me. Yes. And he humbled me to where I had to see him for who he was. Right. Absolutely. And although it hurt, Mm -hmm. uh, it is the best thing that ever happened to me. Yes. And Um, because of that, you get to go to heaven someday. Yes. By by his grace. Yes. It's all his work. 
Right. And uh, through faith, by believing he died. And how humbling is that? Absolutely. If anyone could be proud and narcissistic, it could have been Jesus. Mm-hmm. He Definitely. had the right to be. Oh, yes. But he's God. So but, he's perfect. Yeah. Right. He emptied himself lower than the angels, walked around humans. He allowed, he was born in a, he was born in an in in animal trough. Yes. In a barn. Right. He was constantly on the run. He was mocked. Yes. Even though he did, he rose the dead. The blind could see. Deaf could hear. And yet he, he was so humble, he allowed. Never think that he was a victim. Right. He allowed sinful man to nail him to the cross. Yes. And he emptied himself for us. Yes, he did. So by grace through faith, we have eternal life, knowing that he died and rose from the dead. I'm so and, glad he did. Amen. Amen. And also by knowing this, whether you're narcissistic or you have tendencies or you're, you're a sinner, guess what? We all are. Yeah. Christ can take your mess and turn it into a message for his glory, for your good. Yes, he can. Well, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Hope you have a good night. Try to stay cool because it's so hot out there. Thanks again. Goodbye.